0: Welcome to WMFA, a podcast about why and how we write. I'm Courtney Ballastier, and on this week's mini-sode, I'm talking about flow. I'm harvesting so much kale from my garden this summer, far more than I remember in years past. The other night, as I was filling my basket with leaves, It occurred to me that, before, I'd also not tried to harvest as much. I'd left more leaves on the stalk, I'd let them yellow and droop, letting the whole plant's growth, though I didn't think of it this way at the time, slow to a labored pace. I hadn't done this consciously, or out of laziness. It was something closer to hesitation. If I picked the leaves, then they'd be gone. I have a similar bad habit with money. I'm working on this, but it used to be that whenever I got a check from a gig, I would leave it sitting on my desk for days, weeks sometimes. It was comforting having a check as a threshold of my account. Somehow, in some twisted logic, it was more comforting than having the money. An uncashed check became soothing. Insurance against not enough. So what do my checks and my kale have to do with one another, or with writing? Flow. Not the flow we usually talk about, being in the zone. But flow is in fluidity as in the allowance of progress, of natural movement. By withholding money I'd just gotten, I was restricting all financial movement. Likewise, the new kale could only flourish, that is, grow to its full potential, when I made room by picking the old. Often, when I'm writing and it's going well, I have to practically restrain myself against my desire to run, to close the document, to leave the check uncashed. This is about flow, too. Or, rather, about a lack of trust in flow. It's the distrust, I think, that creates the instinct to squeeze the end of the metaphorical hose, to force a trickle out of what wants to be a steady stream of water. I talked about this in an Instagram post recently, around the idea of deadheading, cutting off dead flowers so that new ones can bloom. I had deadheaded a salvia plant whose first flowers had all bloomed then died at once, and even though I could see the new buds, I didn't really believe they'd bloom. Of course, they did bloom, as I'm sure the plant knew that they would. But what's harder to trust, I asked on Instagram, than that nothing between an ending and a beginning? One of my best friends has this mantra. It's this or something better. It's her reminder to surrender. Either she gets the thing she wants, the house, the job, or something better for her is on its way. If you're used to thinking in terms of lack, which I think a lot of us are, this might sound crazy, maybe even reckless. But imagine, no need to force the hose's stream to a trickle, because you believe the water will never stop. I'm reading Lewis Hyde's The Gift right now, and he talks about an artist's relationship with her creativity as an active, flowing thing. The gift moves toward the empty place, Hyde writes, which reminds me of Rumi. What you seek is seeking you. So flow then becomes about trust in that relationship, that exchange of energy, and trust in the darkness that can surround it. Trust in trust itself, which, of course, is a right-brained, intuitive, mysterious thing, just like creativity. Recently, a listener, inspired by the mini on accepting your process, asked her Twitter followers what fictional relationship most matched their own relationships with their writing. I decided mine was Sam and Diane from Cheers. Sam is all flow. That's the writing. And I'm Diane, uptight, neurotic, hesitant. The one who sees all that openness and winces. Because if I'm going to follow this idea that my relationship with my work is a flow exchange, is, as Hyde would have it, a gift exchange, then I think I have to ask, what is my problem with receiving? And then I think I have to ask, as one has to ask in any relationship. Where and how do we find trust in one another? To read an expanded essay of this mini-sode, join my Patreon community at patreon.com slash WMFA podcast. How does this topic resonate with your writing practice? Tell me what you're thinking at hello at WMFA podcast.com or leave me a voicemail at 347-685-4836. The WMFA logo was created by Unsold Studio, and our theme music is Jazz Dancer by Double Winter. Find them at doublewinter.bandcamp.com. WMFA is made in Pittsburgh by Courtney Ballester LLC. All rights reserved.